Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. We're here to take you into the weekend, Daniel. Friday is here. It's Friday. It's good. It's good to be Friday. I'll tell you, Fridays, Fridays in not college football season, just not quite as exciting, you know? Like, no. I mean, college no. basketball tomorrow, it'll be a fun day of conference play and basketball season, but it's just not, it's not the same. Not the same. Will never be, can't be. I, I I reject that it's even in the same stratosphere, Daniel. Yeah, it's true. March Madness is a different thing, but oh, uh, now we're talking. Let's yeah. let's not go there right now. Uh, we're glad you're here. Locked on Bulldogs. Locked on Podcast Network. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here, Daniel. And I are wrapping up this week. We got some basketball talk and some football talk to get you a Would You Rather game that we like busting out every now and then. That's right. Uh, but if you are new. Long-time listener, you will you can go ahead and, and let them know. Maybe this should be the rating. Give us a five-star rating, and then let them know. Just at the if you have to type something, just type they're not gurus, mm. but five stars. That's what should be should be known to all newcomers of the podcast. That's right. That's what we're not. Um, what we are is Georgia fans, and um, as such. We like to talk about Georgia fan things. We like to talk about basketball. We like to talk about football. We like to talk about uh, the occasional Cruton story. We like to talk about coaches. We like to talk about prognostications. We like to do a little predicting. Sometimes robes are involved. We like to stare into the flame of a candle and get in touch with our emotions. All of these things are true. We do not like to be analyzed by psychologists who are listening to the <laughs> program. That's, but that is true. But, um, uh, yeah, we're Georgia fans. This podcast is a place for fans, by fans. Uh, we would love to interact with you. As always, you can email us at LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas, if you have thoughts, if you have opinions, if you have segment uh, topics for us to discuss, if you want to just reach out and, you know, ask Clint how he's feeling. Uh, you know, ask Clint what it's like to, to be – uh, on in camp, Nicobe Dean sucks, which is a direct oh, quote from oh, him. Oh. Uh, it's a direct quote from him on the podcast yesterday. If, if you didn't listen, listen to the show, yesterday. if you didn't listen to the show, if go you back didn't and listen, listen to the show, go back and listen. Clint came out and said he thought Nicobe Dean sucks at football, and so it's a. Uh, you can ask him just how he's feeling about that take. Um, uh, we are glad you're here. We subscribe to the podcast, download the podcast, leave us a rating, as Clint said, leave us a review. We appreciate all those things. Uh, you can help out the podcast a tremendous amount. You can share the podcast with a friend. Um, uh, but Clint, what are we talking about today? Is it weird that my love for Nicobe Dean goes so far that that I feel offended by your by your joke? Like I'm like I'm having to tell my heart like to calm down right now. That's that's the level Pers- of- personally offended. Yeah, for, on behalf of him, that I would mm-hmm. even think about uttering that to him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my fandom. Uh, hey, we're going to preview the old Miss basketball game that is this weekend, let you know our thoughts on that. Then we're going to play a game of Would You Rather about keeping and losing recruits, quarterback and running back otherwise. Uh, and then we're going to bring up an old friend, old dear old friend of Daniel's, Matt Landers. Oh, can't uh, wait to um, chat about him. Hello. Uh, but let's jump into basketball preview. Daniel, we play Ole Miss. Uh, we have a chance for a win. So you're weekend. telling me there's a chance. 
I'm telling you there's a chance. There's a pretty, I, I don't know if strong chance is a word because I can't use strong oh. chance with this team at all. There's absolutely a strong chance. If no. we, should, we should absolutely win this game. I, I think we will win this game. Just get right out of okay. the way. It's a home game, and we talked about much, much – has been mm-hmm. made on this podcast and other places. This team is such a different team. At home, Anthony Edwards plays with a lot of confidence. I don't know how many road games you have to play in the NBA. I suspect it's 41 because that's half of 82. And so NBA general managers are sweating right now as they're thinking mm-hmm. about drafting Anthony Edwards <laughs> and the prospect of him playing on the road 41 times next year because... yeah. He has not been the best at on the road, but he has been fantastic in the friendly confines of the Steg. Uh, and I expect that he's going to be fantastic again tomorrow. Ole Miss is not a great team. Clint. No. They're not great. No, they're not great. No. Um, uh, but this is the SEC. Everybody can give everyone a bit of a game. So it will be, it will be something. What's your level of confidence, though, in this team overall? As we move forward in the season, we're looking at this three-game stretch um, that we've said is three must-win games. Ole Miss at home, Missouri on the road, Texas A&M at home uh, to round out this next eight days of college basketball. What's your level of confidence in this team, your outlook? My outlook's pretty sour right now, Daniel. Um, I don't know if Tom Crean is coaching more or babysitting more with this young team. and that's what's frustrating. I get that they're young. I get that they have to grow up. I understand all this. But it is, it is darn hard, Daniel, to go through the growing pains. And so I just I don't know if I can even evaluate Tom Crean and, and what he's doing and the coaching that's going on. Because who are we? What are we doing? Why do we go to zone sometimes and then away from zone and give up runs and look fantastic and then go back and forth? The hot and cold Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing is nauseating to me right now. It's it's tough. This team, when they when they look good, they look really good. You can see the talent is there. Players like Kamara, players like Brown, players like Severe Wheeler, obviously Anthony Edwards. Um and then you have you have some guys that are steady mm-hmm. but have the potential to bust out and give you double digits. Ty Fagan had a great game against Kentucky. We didn't mention him earlier in the week. He's a steady guy that you feel like you know what you're going to get from him, but occasionally he's going to bust out and give you 12 points. Donnell Gresham is another guy, typically pretty steady, but has the capability of busting out for a double-figure scoring performance. Jordan Harris, another guy that's along those lines. Um, Rayshon Hammonds is to me is still the most frustrating player on the team still yeah. the biggest wild card on the team because this guy's not young this guy's a junior this guy's been through it before but he still just goes through these stretches where it looks like he doesn't care at all about basketball and given the fact that that's the only thing that he's on scholarship to do at the University of Georgia it's Kinda frustrating tough. that he doesn't care about that at all uh-huh. uh but no, I expect a better performance against Ole Miss, okay. for sure. Okay, well that's good. Ole Miss are losers of five in a row. They are zero and four in conference play in the SEC. Daniel, they are near the bottom of the barrel in the SEC. Uh, if we lose this game, uh, stock just fire sale, fire you lose, sale. You lose this game at home. 
to Ole Miss, you're done. Quit, quit basketball now. Yes, it is. The season is over. Anthony Edwards is just playing for a draft pick now, and we are trying to develop players for next year's team. That's all. That's what we're doing. End of list. So, but I do not expect that to happen. I expect us to win, and then I think the pivotal game of the season, most important game of the season, is Tuesday at Missouri. Another, another team near the bottom of the SEC, just like us. Mm-hmm. Um, road game, have to win it. And if we can, if we can get that win, and we win all three of these games here, I think we're in business again. But got to win at Ole Miss, or got to win at home against Ole Miss to start. Lane Kiffin, maybe is he going to come coach the team? Maybe. No, let's let's hope not. I just, let's hope. The, well, Let's hope so. Could we get? Well, could we maybe get Marty Smith back in the stag, plus oh Lane Kiffin? Gosh, yes. Just the, just the douchebag convention just coming coming into town. You thought the Axe body spray was <laughs> strong before? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> really doubled down on that. Um, uh, all right, that's enough basketball talk. Um, let's get into some would you rather's. So, Daniel, I'm going to start with the Would You Rather, and it has to do with the quarterbacks that we got coming in. Like we said, we threw up the bat signal for quarterbacks this offseason. They did. all came we're running. Just, we're taking them from all, from just every nook and cranny of the country. We just said, you're a quarterback, come on over. We don't discriminate. I mean, Jacob Eason considered for a moment de-declaring for the draft, coming back to Georgia and competing against six others. He did. He uh, did. <laughs> uh so here's my question to you. With all the quarterbacks that we got coming back, would you rather keep all of them plus a potential Bryce to come? Okay. So keep all quarterbacks, but you have to give up Zeus. Zeus is no longer the team, but keep all the quarterbacks. Or all right. would you like to keep all the running backs in the fold? You don't lose a single one, but you lose Brock. Recent five star, Brock Vandalay, Art Vandalay's Van- son. <laughs> uh, correct. I'm not, so, I'm not letting this go. By the you're way, you're not. This I mean, is, you are entrenching. You are doubling down, like no, the Sherman I'm, through the South. So the, is the Brock Vandalay. That is correct. Okay, that is one hundred percent correct. Uh, so, would you rather keep all the quarterbacks and lose Zeus, or keep all running backs and lose out on Brock? Which scenario do you choose? See, that's tricky because I think it's hard because you don't know what you've got in Dewan Mathis or Carson Beck or Brock yeah. Vandalay. You don't know what you've no got idea. in any of these three kids. You do know that the recruiting services really like this kid, and so it would be really tough to see him go. Highest-rated quarterback to sign – at Georgia, um, other than Justin Fields, ever, and so you would you would hate to let this kid go, considering that according to the recruiting services, no one else on campus even comes close to him. Yes, I think Jamie Newman, most important quarterback that we have, but Brock maybe the second most important quarterback that we have, and so I'm gonna say. Gosh, there's only four scholarship running backs on the roster. Did you know that? Oh, uh, I did know that. Um, 
Are we going to sign Zach Evans? Can I can I, can I phone a friend and ask <laughs> if we're going to sign Zach Evans? Uh, you may not. If we sign Zach Evans, it's a definite goodbye, Zeus. If we don't, then I still say goodbye, Zeus. I guess because I want I just want this broad kid that bad. But it's a terrible would you rather, and um, mm-hmm. you know if one of these people gets arrested or decommits from the program, people are going to blame us. You understand look, that? Look, understand oh, that. people are going to blame us. I do understand. I do understand. Now, now notice I did not say how we are losing any of these people because I'm not going to no. utter the way that we did last season. Athens PD utter- is still listening. Athens PD is listening, and they're like, "Oh, we can handle it. We get yeah, challenge PD accepted." Has- we have we have pissed off Athens PD quite a bit on this podcast. So I wouldn't hold it past them to be listening to this on the on the lunch break, saying, "Go ahead, give me a name, give me a name." No, absolutely. Uh, uh, absolutely. I I agree with you a hundred percent. Look, Zeus, I have been on record of saying I don't think Zeus could have the most prolific career of the running backs we currently have. I know everybody loves him. It's a great story. It truly is. And I'm not, I'm not just giving lip service to that. His story is incredible. His narrative is incredible. Um, but, but I've watched one too many running backs not be able to find vision and cut back in lanes and waste all the talent of speed, size, and everything. And that's what I feel Zeus is like, even though everybody loves him and raves about him and he's the next coming of all great running backs at Georgia. Uh, I'd rather lose him but keep every quarterback we have because that, that gets me Brock. Or Dewan Mathis, or you know whoever it pops, he gives me the greatest chance of uh, of taking him to the promised land, which is a national championship. So I agree a hundred percent. Let me get let me hit you with another would you rather here, and it's not really a would you rather because I'm not going to say I'm not going to go with another with like we lose one of these guys. Um, okay, but I, it's more let's do an impromptu rankings here. Okay. Oh, there are four currently. There are four five-star players in the 2020 class. Okay. All right. Jalen Carter recently received his fifth star. Hey. Defensive tackle from down in Florida. Just a mountain of a man. 6'3", 301. Just a big old dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, Jalen Carter joins the likes of Mikhail Sherman again going to march through the south and destroy it piece by piece the southeastern conference i mean <laughs> southeastern conference gosh darnell washington and oh. keely ringo those are the five stars that are going to be on campus next year hopefully more to be added uh-huh. to that That's list zach, Ep- zach evans if you're listening come on we need we need you come Broderick, on bro. Broderick jones hey come Van on Pran, what's happening Come on now. Uh, I want you to rank them one through four in terms of uh, most indispensable for the program. Most needed, can't live without them, uh, must-haves. One through four, Keely Ringo, Darnell Washington, Mikhail Sherman, Jalen Carter. Okay. Uh, Washington, number one. Wowzers. Hands down, he said. Hands down. Hands down. If that cat turns out to be what he is, that, that is an absolute, you cannot, you can't stop him. We all turn There's, out to be what we are. 
one could say quite <laughs> do we do we have well, any point do we have any david well throw music that look, we can play look here's here's the deal <laughs> yesterday we asked if there's any psychology <laughs> students out there that want to help us out today we're asking for philosophy students philosophy <laughs> majors <laughs> philosophy if he turns out to be who he is who he is well i like his chances i'm just gonna say so, what, give me some odds on that let's make another bet double or nothing <laughs> All right, um, you say okay. un- unstoppable weapon on offense. I'm st- can't, unstoppable can't guard weapon. him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Closely behind one. him. Closely okay. behind him. Mikhail Sherman. Okay. Closely behind. Okay. Uh, and I think having a that freak of an athlete on the corner is going to be fantastic. Jalen Carter comes in third on my list, followed by Keely Ringo. So the highest-rated player, according to 24-7 Sports, the number seven overall player in the entire world, uh-huh. Keely Ringo, uh-huh. Uh-huh. is your least most needed player, the, your least must-have player of the five stars that we're bringing uh, of, For this team, yes. That's, that, is a, that is fascinating. I think Jalen Carter is a fascinating player. Because he plays such a premium position, defensive tackle. I still think I'm going to put Sherman number one because I am anticipating big things. I might have made reference to this already, but no, I'm just joking. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> Don't not do it. Say it again. Um, I will put Mikhail Sherman number one. Um, I'm probably going to put Jalen Carter number two. I'm probably mm. going to put Keely Ringo number three, and I'm going to put Darnell Washington number look at, four. Look at how that worked out. I just don't know how to sort them out, but there's 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 some talent coming in. So we we haven't really done an in-depth breakdown of the. I mean, there's we still haven't even talked about you know guys like Mr. Ratledge, Mr. Roseme, Ooh. Mr. Mr. Oh, Milton. Gosh. Um, there's some there's some talent coming into this team, and then you know there's these there's guys under the radar, there's guys oh. flying right under the radar that nobody's talking about right now, that are going to uh, assert themselves into the rotation. It was an aggressive assert themselves. There was a pause, and then <laughs> right in there. <laughs> uh, hey, we're gonna come back and. I don't know Daniel. why you tell people that we're going to talk about Matt Landers after the break. Everyone turned the podcast off, I'm sure. Like the, <laughs> you, you can't tease a segment by saying, hey, we're going to talk about the guy you hate to talk about that makes you angry inside that you never want to hear his name mentioned again. We're going to talk Daniel, about I, him right after this. I grew up in America in which hate equals viewership. That's what mm. If I know nothing from my childhood... And Mari Povich, you're it's, going with the you're going with the politics philosophy of podcasting, huh? Were, were you just po- poli sci majors? You're up next. <laughs> just that's right, that's right. It's the Kardashian. Any any press is good press. It's the, that's what I'm that's saying. That's our that's our approach to that's, a, that's her philosophy. Um, no, here's uh, here's what I want you to do for me. I want to take two names, uh, one that's just bookie because I still own a bet. This is my way of saying I I owe you. A bet still, and I can't ship queso. It doesn't keep in the mail. Mm, it's tough. So, you got to get a refrigerated box. 
Yeah, I, I ain't doing that, okay? I'm not doing, like, frozen frozen anything to you. Uh, so give me your preview for next year, Matt Landers. Give me a stat line. Cause, and, and many of you listeners, please send us, uh, keep sending us information on what my bet could entail to Daniel. We didn't make the terms of the bet before I made it. I said that Tommy Bush would have a touchdown before Matt Landers, and Matt Landers infamously rolled, fell on one in the sugar bowl. <laughs> he literally fell on top of a ball that so he tried to drop it he, he gave it his guess, best effort oh, yep he gave his best effort um, what's the stat line you're, next year you're looking for the stat line uh-huh. of matt landers i just um, could not does he does he get over 10 catches next year i could not be less interested in this stat okay, line fine. um then g- <laughs> listen i i will tell you this matt landers will play Less than 15% of the snaps next year. That is my prediction. I think, uh, there's a, I think there's a chance that Matt Landers finds himself behind Tommy Bush on the depth chart next year. In all seriousness, to go back to our bet, I think there's a chance that we are looking at Matt Landers next year being behind a a true freshman. I think there's a chance that we're looking at Matt Landers being behind a guy like Tommy Bush. I think there's a chance that we're looking at Matt Landers being behind a guy like Micaiah Tung. I think there's a chance that, yeah, Matt Landers, I think, yeah, I I think 10 catches. 15% was generous. I think 10 catches would be uh, more than you could hope for if you were Matt Landers' mother next yes. year. Yes, Mrs. Landers, T's and P's. T's and P's to you. Um, he ain't buying you a house. I don't know if he <laughs> told you that he was. We only hear about the stories where it works out. You know what I'm saying? Like We only hear about the stories where it's like, Bought my mom a house, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. You but, know, Nicole Hardiman, it's great that we have a story of him saying just a couple of years ago he's going to the Super Bowl. You know, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is great. This is, but, but how many other guys? There's a lot of guys, kids that tell their mom they're buying my house, and ain't, ain't, ain't happening. Ain't going to happen. So, uh, uh, no, the, I, don't think, great thing, I don't think he gets 10 catches next year. The great thing that we've been so infuriated by last year, the Simmons and uh, the Landers getting PT and us all screaming at our televisions, having to go to Costco with our warranty in hand and lie to the customer representative on how it broke. So much uh, lying. So much lying. I swear that chair was on the ceiling That's and it true. fell. It fell onto the TV like that. I swear that um, cell phone was sticking out of the screen when I bought this TV. I don't know. Correct. It came like that. Came like that. Also, Why did you do ship you it sell, Also, do you sell <laughs> cell phones here? Also, what is your what is your return policy on iPhones? Um, no, I, I think the great thing about this coaching staff shakeup, there's no allegiances, there's no there's no care. Fresh eyes are coming in all across the offensive line or all across offensive coaching staff. Um, yeah, and it's not going to be we're not going to see that that love. Okay, uh, here's the other player, the one that I I care a lot about, the tank that is Sherman mm. coming. Coming into UGA. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marching uh-huh. in. 
marching in. What, uh, or, or obliterating his foe across from him in spectacular fashion. What is his stat line? Will he have a better freshman year than Nolan Smith? What's your prediction next year? I'm a Kyle Sherman coming in, having a better year than Nolan Smith did this, this previous year. Hard to quantify, you know, better year. This year, Nolan Smith had 10 tackles, um, or I guess he had 18 total tackles. He had two and a half sacks this year, Nolan Smith, which if I had given you the over-under without looking at Nolan Smith's stat line of two and a half sacks for Nolan Smith this year, you would have gone over Over, for days. Over, 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 over. I have images, I mean, the number of times that he was pummeling quarterbacks highlights of it just incredible yeah two and a half it is uh, two and a half sacks <clears throat> so the stat line not all that impressive so i'm gonna say that is true mikhail sherman will have a better stat line than nolan smith did okay. this year now, that being said you look at all the impact i don't know if he'll make the impact because i would i think we would both say nolan smith was a was an impact player for this team oh hands this down. year um, and I do think we will see Sherman uh, find himself some playing time, but I don't know that he'll necessarily impact the game as much as Nolan Smith did. But I, I do. I'm expecting a big year from this kid. I really am. Uh, I think he will have a better year than Nolan Smith, which is freakish to me. To I'll take. I'll that. take it. I will take it. Let's just say that because yes. guess who else is going to have a better year than Nolan Smith did last year? Nolan Smith this year. Uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm going to con- continue to improve. Guess who? Uh, get, get, I'm sorry, but can we talk about a package right now oh where gosh. Nolan Smith, Mikhail Sherman, and Aziz Ojolari are all on the field at the same time? Because it's coming. And, and Tra- Trayvon Walker is, by the way, in the three technique in that package. It's coming for a quarterback near you. Oh. And they're all, gonna be, they're all going to be in a two-point two stance. Not a single one of them has their hand on the ground. And they just got blood dripping off of their jowls looking across from them at the offensive lineman. Just a fat offensive lineman whose job it is to try to block them. You can't get out of your stance. You better hope you got some sort of cadence that that the quarterback is switching. Some false... Let me just just Hmm. spoiler alert for you. The first time that that package is on the field in 2020, let me just let you know what's happening on that play. A false start. That's what's happening on that play. It a false start it. followed by, followed after the false start happens, a coach screaming over the sideline to get the attention and a draw being ran immediately after the false start. James Coley defects to the other sideline, becomes their <laughs> offensive coordinator, and calls a draw immediately on that play. Uh, that's this is that's fantastic. what happens. Uh, uh, all right. That'll do it for us for the week. We appreciate you listening. Uh, enjoy the basketball game tomorrow. If you're going to be in the steg, um, be loud. If you are not going to be on the steg, in the steg, then, you know, support the basketball team. Watch the game. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about that game and to talk about all sorts of um, uh, interesting things about, you know, maybe we'll hire a new coach between now and then. Who knows? Just- Chances are we will. Chances are we probably will. But we'll have plenty to talk about next week, I'm sure. Uh, So we will see you guys then. See ya.